Welcome back for another episode of Blessed is She That Believe. This is season two. We're on episode 14, y'all. 14. I cannot believe it has gotten to 14 already. This time goes by fast, okay? First, like always, we're going to start off with a word of prayer. So please join me wherever you are. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you, Father God, that you are God alone. There is none that stands beside you. Father, I thank you for your glory, your holiness, your sovereignty, your righteousness, Father God. Thank you for every word that comes out of your mouth, Father God, because it is impregnated with promise. Father, I thank you that we can speak your word with authority, knowing that it will come to pass according to the will and purpose that you have for our lives. Father, I thank you that every good and perfect thing comes from you father i thank you that you are the father of lights father you illuminate our world father god with your glory father god i thank you so much for your love i thank you that each and every listener feels your your presence right now father they feel your love overwhelm us with your love overwhelm us with your presence father god just take residence upon us right now in the mighty name of jesus we pray amen so y'all (laughs) what a week huh (laughs) it has been a week and i want to say y'all i got a victory through christ jesus who causes me to triumph god our heavenly father causes me to triumph through christ jesus his son and i am grateful for that i know that you may have had a trying week like i have had a trying week but let me tell you do not stress do not stress out because it's finally dawning on me how powerful, how, how mighty God's word is in our lives. And when you start to realize that and you start to walk into that authority that he has given us, according to Luke 10 and 19, to step on every serpent and every scorpion and all the power of the enemy is like, he's given us authority over all the power of the, like, can you really grasp that? We have the authority over all the power of the enemy and nothing by any means shall harm us that's the kind of power that is in us because his word says greater is he who is in us than he who was in the world y'all whoo <laughs> y'all let me tell you something first of all it's a couple of things i don't play with it's a couple of things I don't play with. I don't play with, with Jesus. I don't play, I don't play by Jesus. I don't play about my Jesus. I don't play about my family. I don't play about my money, which the Lord gave to me. I don't play about that. And I don't play about my food when it's time to eat. And I definitely don't play about my sleep. Y'all. This what I, I just want y'all to know this is like really like not scripted this is a whole non-scripted podcast which usually i try to have a script and the holy spirit take me somewhere else so the holy spirit just having his way right now so this is for whoever feels beaten down by the thoughts in your mind by circumstances and situations you absolutely have no control over like you already know you don't have control over and even if you thought you did you already know you don't this is for you this is for the people who just need something to uplift them this is for the people who who feel like life has has burdened you life has trampled you down to the ground you can't even lift your face up because every time you try to lift your face up somebody stomps on your head again and puts your face back in the ground like this is for you because i know what that's like i have been there when things don't happen the way that 
the Lord has told me the, the Lord has given me the promise and I'm not seeing it that way. Why am I not seeing, why is this not going? And then I try to put myself in it. Well, it's supposed to work this way. It's supposed to be this way because God said it's going to happen and it, it will happen. It will happen according to his word because his word does not return to him void. But I'm trying to control how it's going to happen. I'm trying to control the narrative. I can't control the narrative when he's the author and finisher of my faith. When you start to really realize that he is the author and finisher of your faith, he has, y'all, oh, thank you, Jesus. Y'all, let me tell you something. I'm sorry if I'm shouting because I'm so excited. It's like a fire shut up in my bones. Like the prophet said, the word is like a fire shut up in my bones right now. And it, it like I feel like the heat of glory on me right now, y'all. So, I'm just going to say this, y'all get in your word like never before, get into your word like never before, get into your word like never before, read and study to show yourself approved unto God, ooh, a workman that needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth, get into your word and study and spend time with the Lord. When you spend time with your heavenly father, he is going to show you things, he is going to answer that call when you call upon his name. He is going to come and he's going to show you things that you've never known about. He's going to reveal things to you. He is going to speak to you through his word. You're going to start seeing things. And let me tell you something. And when you get like that, the enemy, y'all, the enemy is going to get mad and he is going to start throwing some stuff out at you. He is going to start trying to deter you from getting to where you need to go. He is going to do everything he possibly can because he's going to feel threatened. He's going to be scared that you are going to actually realize what the Lord has put in you, but you keep pressing and you keep going and you keep doing what God told you to do. You keep spending time with God. Every time the enemy throws something at you, you run to the strong tower where he, the righteous run into and they are safe because he is our strong tower. He is Jehovah Gabor. He fights for you. You continue to press. Don't you dare give up. Don't you dare get scared because we don't fall back. We're not like those who run back. We don't go back. We only move forward. That's the only direction we know. He gave us armor. He gave us a helmet of salvation. He gave us the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God that's able to pierce to the very marrow, cutting asunder. He gave us the shield of faith, which is able to quench every fiery dart of the enemy. He has given us the, the breastplate of righteousness. He has covered our loins with truth. He has given us the gospel, which is to cover our feet, the gospel of peace, to cover our feet, a robe of righteousness. We put on the Lord Jesus Christ and we continue to fight. And you know what? All of that armor only covers the front. It only covers the front because we're not made to retreat. We are made to continue to go forward. And you know why he only gave us armor to cover the front? Because goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Y'all I'm, I'm listening. This, this is the Holy spirit flow right here. The title is called speak what you seek until you see what you saw. Speak what you seek until you see what you saw. Y'all something got a hold of me this week. And it was the Holy Spirit. And I, let me tell you something, like never before, like never before have I ever, have I ever seen it like this. 
And let me tell you something. I don't ever want to unsee it. I want to continue to see what the Lord has for me. I want to continue to walk in the authority that is mine, that is rightfully mine through the blood of Jesus Christ. Because when you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you are engrafted into the family of God. And every right and privilege that was bestowed upon Jesus, it now transfers to us because we are his brothers and sisters. He is my big brother. Jesus is my big brother and God is our father. Amen. Our heavenly father who is perfect and holy and righteous. And every promise that is in that Bible is mine now. And I am going to claim every single one of the promises of God. And I'm going to stand on it. I'm going to stand on his word and I will not waver. I will not run back. That's that's I'm not doing it anymore. I will not do it anymore. The enemy cannot have my mind. Let me tell y'all something today. Y'all, I had some stuff happen this week. Finally realizing some situations. And I'm like, okay. Because see, the Lord told me to stay away from certain situations. So he could do what he needed to do in those situations. And I honestly thought that because the situation um, came near to me. Um, basically, like. It was some stuff that happened. Not bad stuff. It wasn't no, it was nothing bad. It's just, he said, okay, I need you to back off of this right here because when stuff starts happening, you're going to get hit if you win it. And I was like, okay, cool. So next thing I knew, I got COVID. So I was like, okay, cool. I got to stay away from everything anyway. So, you know, whatever. Well, I got better and I found myself around the situation again. And it's like, okay, well, this must have been allowed by the Lord. So it must be okay for me to continue to do X, Y, Z. No, <laughs> it was like a, almost a, okay, I know how you are. So let me do this. I'm gonna allow this for right here, but you need to continue to do what I told you to do. The directions never changed. So I thought that by that happening, it was okay. No, it wasn't. And you know what the Lord has been dealing with me on is asking him, seeking him first and what he wants for me, not just presuming, not just, and see, he gave, oh, that's y'all. When you start thinking about, when you start thinking about the Lord and how meticulous he has designed everything that happens in our lives, like Yes, bad things happen. And I know you're sitting there like, well, he designed for that to happen. And y'all, let me tell you something. I was molested when I was between the ages of six and eight years old. And then I was raped in 2021. So trust me, I understand bad things happen, but we have an adversary. And I'm, I'm going to tell you exactly how this plays out. And just give me, give me some time. I'm going to tell you how this plays out. Okay. I'm going to tell you how these things happen and why these things happen, because I've heard it preached. Um, but like I said, just put a pin in that. We won't come back to that. So, like I said, I thought it was okay to insert myself back in the situation. And it was clearly not because I didn't ask the Lord if it was okay. So I started getting hit. I'm like, dog, why is this happening? Why? And he said, because I told you not to be in that situation and you went and got back in and you did not ask me if you could, it's not time yet. And I'm like, I y'all, I felt so bad. I got so down on myself. But this week, it was like confirmation, confirmation. I said, okay. I was already starting to feel 
the connection severed between the situation and I. Like, it's a whole situation going on. So, not a situation ship. It's just a situation and stuff that's, you know, in, like stuff. It's stuff going on. So, I backed away because I was like, okay, you ain't got to tell me two or three times. But he sent two or three people like, hey, this don't need to be happening. That should be done. This, you know, X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, cool. I see it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Y'all, when my mom and I were talking, she said, you know, my mama, y'all, let me tell you something. I love my mama. My mama's like my BFL. And I know everybody doesn't have a good relationship with their parents or whatever. So, but for those of you who do, which for those of you who don't, continue to pray for your parents. Because you have to realize your parents did the best they could with what they knew and what they were equipped with. You got to think about it. Like, now we know you need Jesus and therapy to deal with issues. You need to, you need to like, eat more fruits and vegetables. You know, like, drink more water. Go work out. Our parents' therapy... If you had parents that were born in the 50s and 60s and maybe even the 70s, therapy, what's that? <laughs> what's therapy? What is that? You know what I'm saying? So this is, it, and especially in the black community, it's like, no, we just going to pray about it. And 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 let me tell you, let me just get this straight. There is, listen, that's all you really, that's all you need is prayer. However, I'm not discounting that. So let me be cautious with how I'm saying this. What has happened, especially in the black community and black church community is we substituted prayer for eating better. We substituted prayer for, um, not exercising. We substituted prayer for, okay, this person really has something mentally going on, physic, like a physical thing that they need to go to the doctor for. We and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, Jesus gave us common sense. Although I do realize that common sense does not grow in everybody's garden, okay? So, everything is prayer. However, if you look at the word of God, when Jesus went to heal people, he asked them first, do you want to be made whole? He didn't just walk up and heal people. He asked them, do you want to be made whole? He prayed for them, did whatever. And a lot of times he sent them off to do some kind of instruction. He prayed, said, rise up. So you had to follow the instruction in order to get the healing. Look at that. Take up your bed and walk. In order to walk, you had to first take up your bed. He prayed, he laid hands, but then you had to follow instructions. Many times, for us in the black community, we don't want to follow instructions. We hard-headed. We gonna we gonna do. Let me find out. Let I'm gonna go see for myself. That whole I'm gonna go see for myself attitude has had us bound up, tied up, messed up for years. But we keep going to the altar and we rolling around on the floor and get up and go do the same thing again. Okay, that used to be me rolling around on the floor. Lord, I don't want to fornicate no more. I don't want to fornicate no more. Okay, why are you doing this? Oh, I was molested as a little girl that developed anxiety through controlling issues and rejection and all this stuff. Oh, so let me put this, let me put the word of God next to some therapy because the word of God trumps therapy because see, you got to go to the cross before you go to the couch. You got to go to the cross before you go to the couch. 
You have to find Jesus first before you go. And I knew the Lord sent me to the therapist I go to because she's a black woman and she is a woman of God. So we put in the word with the studying. And then when I study the word of God, all of that comes together. And my gosh, the Lord starts showing me stuff. The Lord did not put these smart, smart people in science and medicine here on this earth for us to look at them and say they don't know what they're talking about. If the Lord can you, if the Lord put the knowledge into a teacher to teach, and He put the knowledge into a pastor to preach, and He put the knowledge into a politician to politic, why couldn't He do the same thing with a doctor or a scientist? We have got to stop doing that. You did not go to Harvard Medical. You did not go to Yale Law. You did not go to, you know what I'm saying? Like, obviously these people know what they're talking about and the Lord uses them. I didn't say all of them were saved. Some of them are. And they love the Lord. Some of the ones that love the Lord, the Lord uses them miraculously. He uses the people who aren't saved. The Lord don't just use saved people. Y'all don't have no problem with going to, um, going to a basketball game you think all them basketball players out there know jesus you ain't got no problem going and supporting them we got to stop doing this that i don't understand so anyway that was i don't know that was for somebody out there so anyway going to therapy has helped me like i got an appointment in about 30 45 minutes but i'm gonna say what i got to say because the lord told me to say this so <laughs> Going to therapy has helped me because I'm applying the word. And like I said, my therapist is a woman of God. So we be praying and we be talking about the word of God. And she's telling me through what she knows about my situation. And some, she told me some, one time, she said, it blesses me when I talk to you because I get encouraged. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, oh my gosh, I love it. Well, anyway, my mom told me that she said, Stephanie, think about it. The enemy has to pull out witches to come against you and all of this other stuff. She said, do you realize he can't just come against you with no little imps or whatever? He got to pull out the big guns to come against you. She said, it's something in you that the Lord has put in you that the enemy doesn't want you to tap into. She said, but then again, you might have already tapped into it. And that's why you're getting all this warfare. When I tell y'all my mama blessed me with that. My mama blessed me with that one. And when I started, because that was like Tuesday, I think. That was Tuesday. So every day since Tuesday, I just been digging into the word, digging into the word. Y'all, when I, oh, Jesus, thank you, Lord. Because listen, listen, I went to, um, I got to, oh, y'all, give me a second. Because I, I, I got so excited. I hopped on here and didn't have everything pulled up. But it's okay. Oh, I got it on my phone. Hold on. Hold on. Um, I went to the book of Romans, chapter four. And I've been, let me tell y'all something. Book of Romans, chapter four. Oh my gosh. When you get about to the 17th verse. Okay. When you get to the 17th verse, it, hold on. Let me pull this up. I'm trying to watch the time because I can't. <laughs> y'all, let me pull this up. All right. Y'all, Romans chapter four is that book. Okay. After you read Romans four, 
when you get about to the 17th verse, that's going to stop you right there, okay? Um, I mean, all the verses are good before then, but the 17th did something to me. Um, it says, as it is, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed. Even God who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. Who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations. According to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead. When he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God and being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was also able to perform. Whoo, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So this is what I want to talk about. I got to pull this up. I'm, I was reading the commentaries because I've read the scripture so many times before. I said, let me delve in a little bit deeper into what the word of God is saying. And there are three commentaries. Cause if you go to y'all, I'm gonna tell you, download the blue letter Bible. If you download the blue letter Bible, they have inter interlinear, several thousand different Bibles, cross references, commentaries, dictionaries, miscellaneous stuff. They have it where you can see the actual Hebrew translation of the text. Um, it's, it's beautiful. Okay. It is beautiful. So it's three different commentators that are commentaries that I read one from, I read Chuck Smith's commentary, David Gusick and Matthew Henry. And y'all, I was almost late for work reading these commentaries that I think it was Wednesday morning and he says, David Gusick, his commentary did me in first and foremost. Um, I'm trying to find it, which, okay, here it is. I think, yep, there it is. So according to Matthew, not Matthew, according to Romans, four and 17, David Gusick, he says, Abraham's example also helps us to understand the nature of faith. The conception of Abraham's son, Isaac was a miracle, but it was not an immaculate conception. Abraham's faith did not mean that he did nothing and just waited for God to create a child in Sarah's womb. Abraham and Sarah had marital relations and trusted God for a miraculous result. This shows us that faith does not mean doing nothing, but doing everything with trust and reliance on God. That goes back to what I was saying about how we just say, oh, I'm gonna pray about it. Or, you know, no, you do need to pray. But God gave us common sense. He gave us wisdom. He gave us experience, which is where we gain the wisdom. If you are sick and you have prayed, you need to listen to the Holy Spirit. I don't know why we think that God is literally going to come and sit face to face with us. He's not going to come sit face to face with us. He uses people. He will use your enemy to give you a word. Look at Joseph. Joseph's brothers were his enemy. And they said, look at that dreamer. They pronounced who Joseph was. They spoke his promise over him before Joseph even knew that was his promise. That was his purpose. Your enemies will see what your purpose and promise are before you see it. So if God will use your enemies to give you a word. Why couldn't he use your enemies to bless you? Why couldn't he use your enemies to help you out? Why God is God of the universe. He will use whoever and whatever he wants to for his good pleasure. 
he used the doggone donkey to talk. Y'all, a donkey. He used it. So get that out of your mind that God can't use people because they don't they don't worship him. Get that out of your head. God will use whoever and whatever he wants to. He will make the rocks cry out to him if we don't praise him. I refuse to let a rock cry out for me. I'm sorry. I ain't doing it. I ain't gonna let no trees out, out praise me. I'm not gonna do it. So when it comes to going in, to God in prayer about things, we have to tune into what he's saying and pay attention. When you are praying to God about situations and circumstances, you need to also pray for God to increase your, your discernment, to tune your ears into his voice. I, I, be, I say, Lord, just let my ears be on the same frequency as your voice. Let me have eyes that see and ears to hear. I, I pray that because I want to make sure I don't miss anything. I may, I want to make sure that I am in tune with what God is doing because I don't want to miss it because God, are you, he, he's subtle. God is subtle and he doesn't do everything with grand gesture. Not all the time. Yeah. He made fire come down into heaven, but he also was a whisper in the cave with Elijah. He said, I'm not in the wind. I'm not in the fire. I'm not in the earthquake. Just a still small voice. So that's why you have to have uh, a, a spirit that is able to discern. You need to pray for God's discerning spirit, but so that way you know when he's moving, cause he's not going to move the same way all the time. See, that was the problem. Elijah was expecting him to come the same way. No, he was a still small voice. What are you doing here, Elijah? What are you doing here? So when we are praying and asking, that's why this title, I, I say, Lord, I need a title. And he brought back to me what someone said to me, speak what you seek until you see what you saw. And that's what I had to do this. I was, that's what I had to do this week. And I'm going to tell you something else. When my mom was trying to tell me that y'all, it was so many distractions that started that stirred up to keep me from paying attention to what she was saying. And I told her, I said, let me tell you what was happening while you were speaking. This happened, that happened. A class walk, y'all, a class came out of the building because I was on lunch duty when I was talking to my mom. A class came out of the building, down the stairs, to turn right back and go right back in the building and up the stairs. I was like, why did they come out here? But see, I said, no, I'm not going to let that pull my focus. I said, mama, just say what you said again because the, the enemy trying to distract. But see, I wouldn't have been able to discern that had I not be, been in tune with what to the Lord. He was showing me, you getting distractions. Somebody asked me this while I'm on the phone with her. Somebody asking me to do this. Somebody, the class walked by, all this stuff, trying to distract me. Yeah. Y'all, you need to pray and ask the Lord, show me every distraction the enemy is trying to set out for me today. So that way I will not be distracted. I can, I can keep my eyes fixed on you. The storm that Peter walked on water to Jesus, it was a distraction to keep his focus off of Jesus. Storms are going to come to distract you from keeping your focus off of Jesus, but you have to keep your eyes on Jesus no matter what. No matter what the situation or circumstance, you keep your eyes on Jesus. No matter how long that promise is taking to get to you, you keep your eyes on Jesus. It's hard. Trust me. I know. I know. So, David Gusick said that, but then he also brings in Spurgeon. 
Charles Spurgeon. All true believers like Abraham obey. Obedience is faith in action. You are to walk in the steps of the faith of Father Abraham. His faith did not sit still. It took steps. And you must take these steps also by obeying God because you believe him. That faith which has no works with it is a dead faith and will justify no one. When I, y'all, when I got into this, this week, that's why I said it's like fire shut up in my bones. Because when I got into this and I started digging, 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 I said, my gosh, because every time we doubt what God says, we are calling him a liar. And that is a sin. How dare us doubt what he said? He spoke a word and we're living into, we're living in what he spoke. He spoke a word, a word and the worlds were formed by one word. He spoke it. So if that's the case, the whole book of the Bible is spoken word. Everything was spoken and that's what we're looking at. When we read it, it was spoken word. So if that's how he created the world, what makes you think that it stopped? Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat the fruit thereof. So if you speak death over your situation, over what God has promised you, you are being, you are in sin. I mean, because you're calling God a liar. He's not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. His word does not return to him void. He is going to do what he has promised us. We just have to walk by faith and not by sight. And I know that sounds easier said than done. But trust me, I got a hold of it this week. Finally, after all these years, I got a hold of it. And it has transformed my life. I still don't see what he promised me, but I can see it. But I can't see it. You see what I'm saying? I can see it, but I can't. I'm not in it right now, but I can see it. And look. Trap, I don't know who Trap is, but David Gusick quoted him saying, sense corrects imagination. Reason corrects sense, but faith corrects both. It will not be, saith sense. It cannot be, saith reason. It both can and will be, saith faith, for I have a promise for it. Faith will trump your reason and your sense. Faith will come, faith will trump both of those when they're telling you no. It's like one time my mom said, you know, you have facts and you have truth. The fact is, she said, the fact is, um, I, I had, this was before she had her knee surgery. She said, the fact is my knee hurts, but the truth is with his stripes, I am healed. Y'all, the fact is I have no money in my bank account, but the truth is I'm a lender to many nations and not a borrower. I am blessed coming in and going out. I am the head and not the tail. That's the truth because there's only one truth and it's Jesus. He is the word. He is the living word and he is the truth. He is the truth and the life and no man can come to the father, but through him, but by him, you have to go through Jesus to get to God, the father. There is no other way because Jesus is the mediator between God and man. He brings us together through his blood that was shed on Calvary. And you cannot get to the Father but through Jesus. I don't care what religion says. You cannot get to the Father but by Jesus Christ and him alone crucified. That's it. No other, no other way. No other way is there. 
You can try Buddha, you can try Muhammad, but the funny thing about them, they're dead. Jesus ain't died. He he's still alive. He's still alive. He died. And he died and he resurrected himself. Who does that? He is the resurrection and the life. Everybody else, every other religion, their God, their founder has died. Jesus is the only one who's still alive. He's the only one. Explain that. You can't. You can try, but you can't. Because the truth is, he is the son of God. He is the risen king. He is Lord. And there is no other name under heaven whereby men must be saved but the name of Jesus. So if you do not call on Jesus, if you do not trust him as your Lord and Savior, you need to get to know him because it's coming back soon. And this may be the only time you hear it. This may be the only time you hear it. You may turn it off. You may say, I don't need Jesus. That's fine. But trust me, when you stand before God and you say you didn't know, he's going to play my voice back. He's going to, I don't know what kind of technology they got up in heaven, but I know it's way more advanced than what we have here on earth. He's going to run this back and he's going to run it back where you say you didn't need Jesus. And I pray that you accept him in your life before you take your last breath. I pray that I see you on the other side. I may not ever get to meet you, but I pray I meet you on the other side in heaven where we're worshiping God forever and ever singing. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God almighty who was and is and is to come. Who Jesus, I thank you, Lord. So getting back on this, y'all, I'm not a preacher. I just know what I've seen this week and it, Y'all, so I said all of that to say that I got to hurry up. I got to hurry up. I said all that to say this morning, I was laying in bed, getting ready. It, it was like six o'clock or whatever. And I said, I need to sleep a little bit more Saturday. I don't want to get up yet. I've been getting up early every day to go to work. And I heard the enemy. You're old. How can you have kids? When, when are you going to have them? And this is the same thing he brought to me a while ago. When he said, when you go to the doctor, you need to tell the doctor to go ahead and give you a whole hysterectomy. I already had an ovary removed this year. But a couple of months ago, the enemy came to me like that. There's no point in you continuing like this. You are not even in a relationship. There's no one interested in you. There's no one coming for you. You're going to be old. And by the time the Lord sends your husband, you're not going to be able to have kids. That's what he said to me this morning again. See, he'll come back with the same thing. He's The enemy doesn't do anything new. He comes back with the same lies. He comes back with the same, with the same spirit to deceive you. It might be in a different a rapper. It might be in a different person. But it's the same thing. He comes back with the same thing to see if he can. And it's a lie. It's a lie. And y'all, I got sad because I'm like, man, I'm going to be 38 in like less than two months. I'm almost 40. I have never been married. I don't have any kids. So then I started and, you know, I said, let me, let me turn on some worship music. And I turned on third day. I love me some third day. Turn on third day. Call my name. You just call my name. 
And I, I want you to never doubt the love I have for you is so alive. You just call my name. Y'all, what? Cause see, when I listen to third, when I listen to music, Christian artists like Third Day and Brandon Lake, something gets stirred up in me. I be ready to fight in the spirit, y'all. And I stop, I said, wait a minute. Now, I know what the Lord promised me. He promised me kids 12 over 12 years ago. He promised me kids. That the Lord done prom He done showed me my husband is on his way. Now, I don't know if the knucklehead is doing what he's supposed to do in the Lord, but I'm praying for that man. Cause listen, we can't have we both can't be hard-headed now. But I'm praying for him. So I said, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm all sad. And I said, hold up, hold up. Now, this can't be right. Now, it is a fact. I am getting, you know, according to science, I am getting old. That's that's a fact. I am. Every day, I die. Skin cells be falling off, you know, everything like that. Hair turning gray. I don't even want to talk about that. But, you know, every day, we, we're getting older. That is a fact. It is also a fact, according to biology, I would be considered a geriatric pregnancy. That is a fact as well. It is a fact I am single. It is a fact. But the truth is, he makes all things beautiful in his time. The truth is, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. He, they shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not grow weary. They shall walk and not faint. The truth is, my hope is in him. My expectation is of him. The truth is, he's not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. The truth is, his word does not return to him void. The truth is, he will remember me like he remembered Hannah. That's the truth. So I say, so Satan, you mean to tell me I'm going to be the very first person God lied to in all the history of man, in all the history of the world? He gonna, I'm going to be the very first person. So if that's the case, I'm going to be famous. So that means my bank account about to be full. So there that goes. But I know that's a lie because he didn't lie to Moses. He didn't lie to Abraham. He didn't lie to Noah. He sure didn't lie to Adam and Eve because are they here? Nope, they dead because he told them you're going to die if you eat in front of fruit. So they're not here because if they were still here, then he would have been a liar. But he's not a liar because they're dead. So he didn't lie to them. He didn't lie to Sarah. He did not lie to Mary. He did not lie to Hannah because he remembered Hannah and she got pregnant with Samuel. So he didn't lie to David. He didn't because David is the lineage that Jesus came from. So I said, so I'm going to be the very first person, huh? I said, that's a lie. That's a lie. And he didn't lie to all them people. He didn't lie to my friends that's closest to me either because he's done a work in their life. He didn't lie to my sister because he blessed her with a home when he told her he was going to bless her with a home. He didn't lie to my mama. He ain't lie to my stepfather. He ain't lie to my pastor. He ain't lie to the people at my church. So if he didn't lie to none of these people, why would he lie to me? Amen? He ain't lie to none of them. So that tells me one thing. You the liar. So you can get out my face. Y'all, let me tell you something. I said, victory in Jesus, my savior forever. He washed me, then he brought me by his redeeming blood. His redeeming love, excuse me. He loved me and I knew him and all my hope is doing. Whew. Y'all, victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. I told Satan, get thee behind. Victory today is mine. Y'all. 
You got to start talking like that. You got to start believing like that. It took me a while to get here, but I'm here and I'm not trying to go nowhere. Satan cannot have my mind. He cannot have my faith. He cannot because the kingdom of God suffer violence, but the violent take it by force. I am a child of God. I am the righteousness of God through Jesus Christ, my Lord. I sit in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Fear does not have dominion over me. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Of whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When my head is lifted up around my enemies, all around me, he going to lift my head up. He is the lifter up of my head. I sought him and he heard me and he answered. Y'all, you have got to start praying. You have got to start believing what you pray. You speak it until you see what happens. You continue to speak the word of God. You call those things that are not as though they were. Because the reason why it's in past tense is because it's already done. Chuck Smith said in his commentary, it's like being in a parade and you only see what's in front of you. Although you know something is coming, you can't really see it until it gets right in front of you. So it's on the way. He said, it's like looking at that same parade from a blimp. You can see the beginning to the end. He said, that's how God's view of our lives are. That's why he knows our beginning, our end from the beginning, because he's seen the whole snap. He sees the whole thing. He sees the life of, he sees our parade life from the whole thing up top. He sees the beginning, the middle, and the end all at one time. He also can see the history of time that way. He can see Adam in the garden all the way until the new Jerusalem. He knows where we are and he sees where we are. He's not in a rush because he is time. Time does not exist to him because he is time. And you know what I had to tell myself this morning? I'm going to have to say this and then I got to go. Let me tell you what I had to tell myself. And I know it was the Holy Spirit speaking to me. If not, if since God is the author and finisher of my faith and everything is for an appointed time, because there is for an appointed time. That means, and he's known me since before I was even born in my mother's womb, just like any parents, he already set the appointments for everything I have coming to me. There is a set time for everything. There's a set time for me to have children. There's a set time for me to get married. There's a set time for everything. There's even a set time for when I leave this earth. He already set the appointments. So I have not missed anything. I have not been late to one appointment because everything I was supposed to have up until this point, I have already gotten it because I met, I met that appointment. I was at that appointment on time because he is my father. He is my author. He is the finisher of my faith. So because he set my appointments, I'm always there when he wants me there. So if it has not come yet, that's because it's not time for that appointment. And I'm here to encourage you today that if you are waiting, if you are trusting in God for something great, and you're believing, just know it has an appointed time to enter your life. What you are supposed to be doing is praying, continuing to wait in him by working your purpose. And that is when you're going to meet your appointment. He's not going to be late. He's never late. He's always on time. Don't you let the enemy lie to you. Don't you let the enemy tell you that it's not coming, that it's impossible. All things are possible with God. That's a lie from the enemy. Every lie has a truth that goes against it. And the truth is bigger than a lie. 
because enemy is a liar. That's what he does is lie. He tries to get you to doubt what God has already shown you. If God has shown it, you trust it and you walk. You continue to walk this faith out. You are not going to miss anything. You are not going to be late. It has not passed you by because he has set it for an appointed time. And you will not miss that appointment as long as you stay in God and you are obedient to his word. You're not going to miss it. And let me tell you, if you disobey, guess what's going to happen? When you get back in line with God, he's going to allow all the blessings that the enemy tried to steal from you to overtake you because his word says that. His word says all the blessings will overtake you. So you still win in the end anyway. How about that? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You're still winning. Even when you mess up, he's already accounted for every mess up. He's already accounted for every failure. He's already accounted for your stupidity. And the Bible says he knows my foolishness. That's stupidity. Yes, it is. Because I know he knows all mine. He knows all mine. And he accounted for it with his grace. But you can't get that if you don't have Jesus. You have to have Jesus. You have to live in Jesus. That's the only way you want to get it. Yes. In this world, we shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. The Lord has told us that we're going to have trials. We're going to have tests. It's going to be hard, but we can trust that he has us. We can trust that he's going to do what he said he's going to do. And he has a ring of fire around us so his glory can be revealed through us. It is through his glory that men come to the cross. He said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men to me. He said, if I be lifted up, we can't lift ourselves up. It is not because of anything that we've done. It is not by us that we are saved. It is not of works, lest any man should boast. It is only because of Jesus. It is only because of Jesus that I'm here. It is only because of Jesus. And I'm going to continue to say his name. I'm going to continue to glorify him because it is true. It is only because of Jesus that I can talk like this. I'm telling y'all, I'm telling y'all, I got so mad at the devil. I said, you is a liar and you going to get up out my house. You cannot have my mind. I am not going back there. No, you better start speaking like that. If you, let me tell you something. If you don't get in your word, if you don't get in your word and start studying the word, you can't talk like that. If you don't get in the word and start praying and spending time with the Lord, you can't talk like this. You can't. You're going to keep getting defeated. I don't want y'all to keep getting defeated. I want my brothers and sisters out there struggling. I know what that's like. And I ain't perfect. There, there are some days where I just, I kind of let that happen. I just kind of roll with those thoughts and I get sad. But this morning I said, I'm, I'm tired of being sad. I'm tired of thinking about this. I don't care what it looked like. And I said, and guess what? Who care if I'm 80 years old when I get married and I have a baby? I'll be the next Sarah. Oh, well, God's still going to get glorified. Because guess what I had to think about too with the Holy Spirit brought in my mind? He, spe he has specially designed my body to carry babies at whatever age. <laughs> I ain't got to worry about, oh, I'm too old here. No, I'm not. Because he already knew what age I was going to be when I have my kids. So he made sure my body was set up to be able to birth them kids out at that age. Y'all, think about your situations. 
He specially designed you to go through what you're going through to bring his bring glory and honor to his name. He has specially designed you for it. Don't let the enemy lie to you. Oh, you ain't never going to get me. The devil's a liar. My husband is going to be thoroughly satisfied when he get me. Because I'm going to be his good thing. I'm already his good thing. I'm already a wife. Says when a man, when a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing. I am his good thing. And he's going to be thoroughly satisfied. Praise Jesus for my husband. Lord, give him the strength because blessed be. All right. Anyway, don't let nobody lie to you. Don't let the enemy use people to lie to you. Tell the enemy to shut up and get out your face in Jesus name. Send him back to the pit of hell and tell him what his future is since he knows so much about you, which he don't. Tell him you going to the lake of fire anyway. Get out of my face. In Jesus name. So that's all I got to say, y'all. As you can hear, my voice is starting to go out, y'all. So I just wanted to encourage you because I was going through. Listen, y'all. But, but when I started digging into this word. When I started getting into this word, the Lord started showing me who I am in him. Y'all, y'all, it's like a fire shut up in my bones. It is like a fire shut up in my bones, y'all. Just get in your word and study. If you got to fast and pray, then do so. So you can, I'm telling you, I hadn't been on social media since October. I have not posted anything and it's giving me more time to spend with the Lord. And y'all, I'm getting it. I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it. I praise God. And I thank y'all for listening. I thank y'all who have been sticking with me, um, listening every week. I thank y'all so much. Um, thank you for your continued support. Um, share, like, subscribe. This will be posted up. This will be uploaded to YouTube short. Um, well, whenever this, um, uploads i'll upload it to youtube um share like and subscribe please share with your friends tell them about it um thank y'all also for a y'all y'all we're over 2000 downloads like this is great for me just starting this in march and listen i know other people be getting like 10,000 downloads in a month and stuff i don't care about them i'm just excited that y'all y'all are listening <laughs> i honestly didn't think anybody was gonna listen so praise god um, I thank y'all. Love y'all so much. Y'all have a blessed week and be encouraged. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. In Jesus name. Love you. Bye.